Bucks fans. How's everybody doing? Happy Wednesday. It is time for Buccaneers Insider Live presented by Miller Lite. Casey Phillips here with senior writer and editor Scott Smith. And man, we are in the throes of free agency, which uh, is always uh, a crazy time, a fun time. I love doing this show during this time as we get to answer all the hypotheticals and the who should we this and what does this mean so i know you guys have tons of questions you want us to get to so if you're not already watching make sure you head over to the buccaneers facebook page and that's where you can ask us the questions right underneath the live video uh, as we give people a chance to do that i know that since we did the last one of these shows we got to officially announce the gronk signing and he had a press conference on monday and i mean look we're all fans of anytime gronk speaks like that's just <laughs> he's Endless entertainment. So that enough was a reason to be excited. He re-signed. Is it meant another press conference? It meant another time to hear from him. So uh, I wanted to hear your reaction to knowing that he was re-signed, coming back, what that means for this team and anything that stood out to you from that press conference. You know, obviously the last thing we have from Rob Gronkowski is two touchdowns in the Super Bowl, which is, you know, awesome. But I think the, uh, the, the biggest number that he produced in 2020, I think, is 20. And that's the number of games that he played. And he played in all of them. He hadn't played a full regular season since 2011. And this comes after he spent a year off in retirement because of the, just the accumulation of injuries had made him want to step away from the game. And to come back and to play 75% of the offensive snaps and um, make, make it into every game and still be wildly effective at the end of the year was awesome. And so when he said, um, when they're asking him how he felt, he's like, if we were to play, I would be ready to play another full season if it started right now. And this is in March. And he doesn't have to do that until August if we play preseason games. So, I mean, he's he's in great shape. And he says he now he knows the, the new offense because the first time in a decade he had to learn a new offense. He knows it so well that he's not thinking. And, and uh, you know, obviously, R Rob Gronkowski likes to talk about how thinking is where – you start to mess up, right? <laughs> so he's, he's not thinking when he goes out there. Uh, he, he's, he's very comfortable in the offense. So think about the Rob Gronkowski from the Super Bowl, but from day one, and that's really exciting. I think I'm going to make that my new life motto that <laughs> thinking is where you start going wrong. And from the great philosopher Gronk, that, that's my new life strategy. Um, okay. So they'll, they'll be studying him like, like a thousand years from now, like Aristotle or that'll be the thing from culture that has survived. <laughs> um, okay. Logan asked, do you think Leonard Fournette is going to leave? I don't think there's a, there's a terrible, I don't think that's, out of out of question for sure i mean first of all the buccaneers are jumping through hoops to get everybody back and it's not easy to do what they're doing and also he could he could try to find a situation where he's the unquestioned number one guy uh but you know chris carson going back to seattle sort of takes away one of those possible options that had been rumored so maybe there's less of a chance um yeah, I mean, obviously it's possible. We're, we're a week into free agency and he hasn't signed anywhere, including here. So his options are still open to him. And uh, we had Kurt ask, uh, do you think there's a chance we could restructure Cameron Brait's contract that we've seen a lot of different evidence of the different deals that have been done, even with guys like Tom Brady, you know, trying to do moves with helping with the, sa the, the salary yeah. cap that we know Absolutely. it's a tough year. Yeah, I'd have to get a look at his contract to see um, exactly how much restructure possibility there is there because mainly the, the best options for guys to restructure are guys that are getting a big salary this year and you can turn that into some kind of bonus 
and then that spreads the cap hit out over several years. And I think that is the case with Cameron Brait in terms of his salary this year, but I, I'm not looking at the contract right now, but sure, anybody that's making a pretty decent salary this year is a candidate for a restructure. And that's not a bad thing because for, from a player standpoint, generally restructuring means you just get some of the money you were going to get later right now. So um, I don't mean that in any bad way, but he, he does seem like a candidate. Yes. And then we also had Dave ask, do you see us keeping Antonio Brown? Well, I mean, I think it's pretty, you know, I think the Buccaneers have hit their free agency list in their priority order. So guys like Shaq Barrett and Levante David were the most important to bring back. Um, so, you know, Antonio Brown seems like he, he's a bit of a luxury in that regard. Um, I think the Bucks would like to have him back because he really did a great job uh, in, the, in, you know, in the second half of the season and came on strong, especially at the end as he got his, you know, his NFL legs back underneath him. Um, so I, I think the Bucks would like to have him back. We'll just have to see how it goes. And then uh, Yaj asked, uh, what's the status of our backup quarterbacks and their contracts and them being signed and overall just how we think that quarterback room is going to look now that we know officially you know, Tom Brady coming back? Yeah, the status of our backup quarterback is we don't have any, um, at least under contract right now. So uh, Blaine Gabbard and Ryan Griffin are both uh, still unrestricted free agents. I have said before, I think even in this forum, that Blaine Gabbard makes a lot of sense to come back as the backup to Tom Brady, because I think in the situation we have right now, rolling with Tom for the next two years at least, that um, what you probably want behind him first of all, is a, uh, is a veteran who you feel trust in. And, and obviously Bruce Arians has a lot of trust in Blaine Gabbert, uh, having, you know, used him as a starter before in Arizona and had some success with that. So that makes the most sense to me, but it's still up in the air at the moment. And uh, Daniel asked, do you see there being anyone in the draft that would be an amazing return player, or is there someone on the team that has the potential? So just kind of overall the, the status of our return game and do we have it already on the team? Do we need to draft it? All of that. I think my um, mock drafting efforts have made me familiar with a whole lot of prospects for this draft, but I can't honestly say that I know who the good return men in the draft are. I'd be lying if I, if I try to answer that part of the question. Um, but uh in terms of return man for next year, one guy that I don't think we should forget is TJ Logan. Now he's an unrestricted free agent as well. Um, but I think Bruce Aarons really, really likes TJ Logan as return man. I think he would have been a return man last year had he not gotten hurt in training camp and been knocked out for the season. And I wouldn't be surprised at all if, um, if, if Bruce brings him back too and gives him another shot at that job, he drafted him in, in Arizona and, and then another injury sort of disrupted his, his ability to step up as the main guy there, but we have seen some good things in limited, uh, uh, you know, limited scenarios from TJ Logan. And I, I wouldn't be surprised if, if Bruce Arians gives him another shot. Okay. And uh, Travis said, do you think we will sign any outside free agents? This is the first time I've seen a team only re-sign their players. hundred percent. He's so right about that. Did you say that was Travis? Yeah. He's so right about that. I mean, like last year, the Bucks main goal was to keep most of their players, but they did sign Tom Brady and Joe Haig and a couple others. And a couple of years ago, we signed a whole lot of guys, like six or seven guys from outside the team. And um, one being Shaq Barrett. And then three years ago, Ryan Jensen was a big guy that we signed. And generally we have signed some guys and I wouldn't be surprised if we get some value signings along the way, but we're trying so hard with the salary cap to keep all of our guys that um, there's really not room for, or may, maybe even necessarily need to bring in guys from the outside. And, and Bruce Arians said 
on February 24th, when him and Jason Light had their press conference before free agency, that, um, you know, he said, I'm not sure we're going to really have a lot of interest in outside guys. I'm paraphrasing, but that was basically what he said, that their main goal was to keep this core intact and then maybe hit in the draft a little bit, and then they'd be in great shape is the way he put it. And, you know, the Bucks have done an awesome job and, and had to jump through salary cap hoops to do it, to bring most of these guys back. And we've even, we've even heard some rumors that you and I haven't talked about here yet about another guy maybe returning in Indomitian and Sue, and that's nothing that has happened or that the Bucks have reported, but there's rumors out there. And if that comes to pass, they will have been almost completely successful in bringing that core back. And that core won the Super Bowl. So I'm not sure how much room there really is for anything other than maybe some depth signings along the way. I remember standing there during the parade celebrations and being on stage when, you know, Bruce and Jason and the guys are going up and grabbing the mic and be like, we're bringing you back and we're bringing you back. And I feel like they're some of the only humans that have been good at keeping drunken promises. <laughs> so I feel like that's a great, it's a, it's a very impressive moment. Cause I remember in that moment being like, wow, that's is, this is on film that they're saying all of this. This is great. And look at, look at what they're doing. It's so yeah, impressive. You also did a good job of, of uh, relaying that in very and uh, much cleaner language than it originally occurred. Yes, that is also accurate. Yeah, I'm giving the TV safe version of, of what happened there. Um, we had Logan and Dale both ask, um, what are the positions that you think that we will be most likely to draft or most want to draft, which maybe those are different things? Yeah, um, gosh, I don't know. <laughs> I know that's not the answer you're looking from an analyst, but um, if if Indomitian Sioux does return and um, Raheem Nunez Rochas already resigned, that one spot was where I thought was the Bucks had the biggest, uh, you know, need in terms of depth, the defensive line. But then that need is pretty much erased if that happens. So, um, you know, maybe I like the idea of an edge rusher because to me that's a spot where you can draft even if you already have a full depth chart because it's always good to have more of those. And you also have to look to the future with Jason Pierre-Paul. You know, I think this is the last year of his current contract and. Uh, you know, the, the way the draft is set up right now, the, um, there, there's not a lot of guys like a, the Bosa's or a, or a Chase Young who you would draft in the top five. It looks like the, the defense, the edge rushers aren't going to start coming off the board till the middle of the draft. And there's not a real consensus as to who the best ones are. So I think there will be some of the names you'd recognize towards the end of the round. So there could be good value there. Um, I also, in my last mock draft, gave us Travis Etienne just because uh, I thought we were in a spot to take a luxury pick and Leonard Fournette has not re-signed yet. So that's something that could potentially help the team right away. Yeah, I saw someone, and I forget their name, sorry, it was earlier, had asked how good you think Travis Etienne could be, you know, what his, his potential is in the NFL. I like him a lot. I like him a lot. And if you do lose Leonard Fournette, which is not what I want to happen, but I'm just saying it's possible, you're, which you still obviously have good runners in Ronald Jones and Keyshawn Vaughn, but um, Leonard Fournette was your main pass catching back last year. And so that would be the big void you'd have in your, in your backfield. And I think this is a guy that could really uh, make a mark in the pass game right off the bat. And just, I mean, he's not small, but he, uh, he's, he, he's not huge, but he's quick and he's a, he's a big play guy. He runs with both strength and he can get around the outside. I just think he could be a guy that's a three down back in the NFL. I like him a lot. All right. Well, that is going to do it for us on this edition of Buccaneers Insider Live presented by Miller Lite. And I know that there's probably a lot more free agency and draft, you know, questions and all that. I know we're about to shoot another road to the draft uh, for you guys to be able to dive a little bit more into that with us as well. But we will be back next week and hopefully have even more answers for you guys about free agency then. So we'll see you next week. Yeah.
Thank you.